You are listening to Yoga Boss, episode 93. Welcome to the Yoga Boss podcast. Do you feel like you were meant to have a successful career in the yoga industry? Like you got into this industry to truly help your students, but you're struggling to actually make money? Or you know that marketing your business is essential, but don't know how to make it intentional and effective for you. Maybe you have already had some success, but you're ready to scale to multiple six figures. Building a profitable yoga business is less complicated and easier than you know. It takes business strategy and a yoga boss mindset. When you are ready to work on your business instead of in it, this is the podcast for you. Now your host, Jackie Murphy, the business coach just for yoga teachers. my friends. Welcome back to Yoga Boss. This is Jackie Murphy. Another week, another episode. Can we just pause on the fact that it's November? What? I will tell you, I am definitely already listening to Christmas music. I have my fireplace on every day and we live by the beach, y'all. Cold here is 60 degrees. But I am so ready for cozy Christmas vibes. My husband and I are hosting Christmas for the first time this year. So we are getting excited about seeing our family come down here and joining us for the holidays. Speaking of the holidays, I have a gift for you. We are going to do the Purposeful Profit Live three-day experience one last time. This will be the last live Purposeful Profit training, and it's happening November 11th, 12th, and 13th at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can head over to my Instagram. The link is in the show notes, or type in bit.ly slash profitable yoga business and sign up for the training. The three-day Purposeful Profit training has been known to completely change someone's business. It has been known to help people make money within those three days and start to really think like a business owner. The three days we split into three different topics. The first day, I teach you the four fears that might be holding you back and how you have to think like a business owner and what that actually means. The second day I dive into marketing and selling strategy, the same strategy I teach my clients and what they use. And the third day we talk about how to make your business sustainable, profitable, so that you have a high profit margin and you're making money in less time. Because I know you want this to be your lifelong career, so we have to build your business so that it can be, so that you don't burn out and you're not hustling. Join us for Purposeful Profit. It's the last live three-day experience. You don't want to miss it. I will just also add, typically when the new year rolls around, we see an influx of students in the work that you do now. I know I spoke about it a few episodes ago, but the work that you do now is so important to prep your business so that you are steady, calm, grounded, and ready for that influx of students with New Year's resolutions. Okay, so today we are talking about how vital it is that you sell in your yoga business. What I have recently noticed is that yoga sells itself. 
which means that students will come even when you aren't trained on how to sell, you aren't educated on what happens within a sales conversation, and you aren't experienced around selling ethically in your business. I used to believe that nothing sold itself, and I realized that I was wrong, and I realized it from a personal experience that I've had recently. I wanted to get back in a yoga studio, and so I thought about the studio that I wanted to visit down here in Charleston, and I love the studio, I love the classes, I love the teachers, so I signed up for a class, and I went in, and I just paid for a drop-in, it was 18 bucks or something, I just paid for it online, signed myself up for class online, went to class, incredible class, and then I repeated that two or three times. Bought a drop-in online, went to class, repeat, bought a drop-in, went to class, repeat. And I always had a really good experience at the studio. The teachers would say hi, and they would say bye, but that was it. And so I realized that, one, buying drop-in classes every time I was going was not financially a smart move for me. (laughs) It was going to serve me better to buy a membership at that studio for the month so that I could go unlimited times and just make the most of this one month membership. And so I went to the studio again. Again, I went on a drop-in and I was like, surely the owner of the studio, the teachers of the studio, someone will reach out, someone will talk to me, someone will ask if I'm interested. They'll tell me about my options for membership and they'll help me get a membership. And it never happened. Not once. Now, this is not like a a hit on the studio or to say they did anything wrong or bad. Not at all. What I see is a huge opportunity because the studio is busy. Classes, especially on the weekends, are totally packed. They're full of students and they aren't putting any effort into intentionally and ethically selling their students into membership. Now, I want you to think about if this is happening in your business, do you have a very clear sales path for a new student to come into your business, for them to be nurtured and taken care of and kind of walked through the path of buying your offer or your service? That is what every single business needs should have in place. The problem with the yoga industry is that so many yoga teachers and studio owners were never trained on how to sell. And yoga is such a high quality product with, it just works magically for students. It provides value no matter what kind of class you take, no matter what style of yoga you take. And so that people want to keep coming back no matter what, it truly sells itself. So I want you to imagine if you were trained on how to sell yoga and there's still the current demand for yoga in the industry, and then you learn how to sell yoga really well, imagine kind of the fuel to the fire that you could add. Imagine what could be possible for your business with just a little bit of high quality sales. 
So let's talk about like, what would this look like within the studio experience that I just had? When I went to this studio's website, I would need a very clear new student start here button so that from the first moment that I interact with their business online, if I'm a new student, I know exactly where to go. From there, I would hope that every single teacher, so the studio owner doesn't have to be there, is trained on having a conversation with students about their package, about how they came into the studio. What brought you in? Why are you here? What are you looking for? If that simple conversation had happened, the person at the front desk, the teacher, the owner, whoever could have been, would have known that I was looking for a consistent yoga practice and I was going to come back again and again and again. And they could have helped me with the best offer for what I was looking for. So a clear start here button, and then you want to connect with every new student and get to know what is their why. What's the problem that they are coming in to solve? And I don't want you to think it has to be like a problem as in they're sad or their back hurts. The problem could simply be, I want to belong to a yoga studio and I don't. Now, it might be a bigger problem. That's totally fine. You just want to get to know the student so that you can help them if you have a solution. This is where it's ethical. If you have the solution for them. Where most people miss the mark here is they don't take the time to simply ask, what is your specific problem? What brought you into the studio? How can we help you? And instead, they might make an assumption about why that person's here or what's going on. And that assumption can totally derail any kind of sales conversation you could have had. So... I want to give you an example with this. Let's say that you are a waiter in a restaurant and you walk over to the table and the person sitting down on the table says, Hey, is this cheese in this salad? Is this non-dairy? And you assume that the person is looking for non-dairy cheese and you say, yep, it's non-dairy. It won't give you any kind of bloating. They just start to list the benefits of non-dairy cheese and the person's face just kind of sinks and drops because they were actually looking for dairy. They were looking for real cheese. That is when you've totally missed the mark of providing that person with the solution that's going to be best for them because you made assumptions about that person. This is why it's so critical. And this is what I teach my clients. They have to hold space in every sales conversation. That means objectively sitting there, allowing the person to share without you making judgments or assumptions about that person or judgments or assumptions about that person's thoughts about your offer or about your business. We always come from a neutral place. We always hold space. Now, after the new student is in, you've gotten their why, you understand what their problem is, then you want to have a really clear nurture sequence that lets them know you care about them. That says, hey, we've noticed you've bought three drop-ins, and actually that's the most expensive way to practice at our studio. What would be better for you is our monthly membership. Let's set up a phone call to chat. 
super quick, but it lets me know as a student, one, they care about me and they don't want me to just paying the most expensive way to go to the studio and two, they're paying attention. So whatever you can do to make sure you're nurturing your students. And even if they're on a membership or they're on a class pack, you still want to be nurturing them. And that can look like teaching them the benefits about their solution, about the membership, about the class pack, about the offer that you gave them making them excited, keeping them inspired about their practice, encouraging them to get on their mat, creating a space for them to ask any questions or provide feedback. You're just continually holding space for that person to be in conversation with you. Now, as you go through nurturing your students, when they come into your business, you want to teach them your studio's method, your studio's philosophy, I say your studio, but it could be your business method, your business's philosophy, your business practices and values so that they start to feel like they really understand what they're buying. If they haven't bought or if they've already bought, they're still really getting a picture of what you offer. Every single yoga business has a unique process and unique philosophy because every single teacher is different. So you want to get super clear about what is your yoga business's philosophy and process values and how can you communicate that to new students, to current students, to keep them coming back into your business, to make sure that they know if they're a right fit. This is also how some of the people People who visit your business will weed themselves out. And that's not a bad thing. You want to be super clear about who you are serving and why, so that the people who aren't meant to be in your space don't need to be there. They can go find their best fit, their best solution. Now, in order to have this sales conversation, you have to come from a mindset of abundance. And I want to reiterate that When I go to yoga studios, there are students in them. And very, very few times when I go into a yoga studio, is the studio, the teacher actually selling? So just think about that. There's an abundance of students that are buying this product without any real selling going on. It's incredible. It just shows you how much possibility there is within the industry for you to have that multiple six-figure or seven-figure business if you want it, if that's what you want. It's definitely a possibility. Okay. The next thing and the most important thing when it comes to the sales conversation is that you are assisting your students to make an aligned decision for them. Now, listen, we are all wired to know how to make decisions. It's just part of being human. As we grow up, we kind of get it like knocked out of us. You start to doubt yourself because your parents told you to do something else. Society tells you to do something else. And you start to doubt your own decision-making. And so your job as business owner, as CEO is to hold the space for your students to make an aligned decision for what they actually want from their practice, from yoga, what they're looking for. Now, the most important thing you want to know here is you want to make an aligned decision 
about the result that they want to create. Make an aligned decision about building a consistent practice, becoming more calm, having less anxiety, belonging to a community, instead of making a decision that's actually aligned with their past and the results that they already have created or currently have. So selling someone is helping that person make an aligned decision with what they want to create in their future for the results that they want to have, even when there's doubts and questions and fear that may come up, you just hold space for absolutely all of that. This is a concept that I am just honing and recording videos on and teaching to my current clients called neuromeditative selling. And it's a process that's designed to get you in a place where you never feel icky or weird about selling because you're so grounded in a neutral space and you know you're just there to facilitate the conversation. You're just there to help your students honor the result that they really want. So the last thing that I will say is that in order to sell really well, you want to be a walking example of your offer. You want to be a walking product of your product, living in the yoga, living yoga every single day. I want you to imagine that your life, your demeanor, your energy, that's your business card. And so what do you need to do to align with your highest self so that you can constantly come back to this practice, live in the practice, and be an example of what's possible with the yoga practice? As soon as you start to sell, As soon as you start to practice this, it starts to become effortless. Money just follows you being in service. And the highest form of service, the highest way that you can serve your students is helping them make decisions and take action for what they want to create in their life. And what you're offering yoga is a service worth being paid for. People already think so. They're already paying for it. When I was ready to buy a membership at this studio, I went to the website myself. I found the membership option. I bought the membership. I wanted to join so bad that I was just going to figure out a way for me to join. Nothing was going to stop me. All I'm suggesting is that you make that a little bit easier for your new students, a little bit easier for your current students even, and you're going to see your conversion rate and your retention rate skyrocket in your business. You haven't been trained to sell. That's totally okay. Now is the time to learn. The November Profitable Yoga Boss Group will open for enrollment next week. You want to make sure that if you're like, wow, I don't know anything about selling. I haven't been selling. Jackie's spot on with what's happening in my business. You want to enroll in the group. I am looking for those of you who are 100% committed that your yoga business is your career, is what you want to build a career out of. That might mean you have a full-time job or you've got something else going on, but at least you have to be 100% certain, committed 
that yoga is what you want your career to be. If you are interested in joining the Profitable Yoga Boss group, this is the last time it will open up in 2021 and it won't open up until mid-2022, maybe not mid, that's maybe a bit far. You want to head over to my website, JackieGMurphy.com, click on the Work With Me tab, head over and join the waitlist. I will see you in the Purposeful Profit three-day experience. Have a wonderful week. Bye, y'all.